0: Yeah, uh, good practice today. We scrimmaged. Um, we did a lot of different situations. I think we got close to, I think, 75 to 80 uh, live reps um, with our offense and defense and then had some uh, special team stuff, a punt and PAT field goal, things like that. And uh, pleased with uh, what I saw from the from the team. I thought um, it was good to see the guys tackle a little bit and good to see all our, you know, the offense marched down the field, and and, and uh, for our defense to get some stops, is, it was good. So, as so a head coach, I'm um, you can't be ex- you know extremely happy because uh, you know there's some concerns, or some spots that I think we need to get better. And for the most, but I am excited that the team and the the energy is out there, and it was a good way to to end the day, you know, end the week, have a, a good physical practice and and scrimmage, and uh, I, I really like the way our team's progressing right now. So, feel good about. Uh, Where we're at right now and and, uh, looking forward to getting to next week, getting some live work in in the stadium and and building more game type uh, situation, game like uh, environment.
1: Uh, Monday, you said that the offense won the day, I think is what you said after uh, this first scrimmage. Yeah. How do you assess today? Did the defense bounce back? Did they show signs of uh, getting on an even field?
0: Did but I think I think the um the offense still did some good things. I think if you're looking at it, you get the edge to the offense. We held some guys out on defense that uh you know as we start working towards it's gonna have to start shifting towards uh, the navy look, you know. But um, there's some guys that we want to take a look at that that maybe aren't as proven as some of the guys that we we held out. But I, I that's no reason I think that's not anything to take away from our offense. I think our offense did, did a great job, and um, you know, if I'm looking at it. Uh, now not even be able to watch the film. I'd say the quarterbacks did a great job. And, and um, you know, looking on the offensive side, running backs handled the ball really well. I thought Tyler Algier, uh, Lopini Katoa, and, and um, Hinkley Ropati did a great job running the ball. Saw some good runs from Jackson McChesney as well. And uh, we were able to get some good looks at Luke Andrada and Javel. So the run game was really nice. Pass game was on point. Um you know, so I thought Zach and, and Jaron and, and Baylor threw the ball really well, had with throw the ball as well. So uh, we had some good some good moves. I, I would say the one offense did a really good job, you know, and and, uh, and and with the 1-0 line, whoever was with that 1-0 line, they did some good. Job. I think they might have scored on every drive, which is good.
1: Is that a concern at all that you always have that quandary where when one unit does well, the other, you know, does not do as well? Are you concerned about the defense at this point?
0: No, because I mean, when you know, we held a good number of guys without Kairos up, up front. It's it's really difficult, you know. And but we were able to get some good looks. I I don't want to say that the offense, you know, completely killed it, but I think we saw some good things from the D line. We got some good looks for Gabe Summers up front. Celesti um, Feverliaki did a good job up front. Tyler Batty did, had a had a really good physical day. Fisher Jackson did well as well. Uh, looking at the D line, um, it, it's uh, that we were able to get those guys some really good looks. And then um, I thought Max Tuli did some really good things too. He forced two fumbles today with his hits, and and he's flying around. You know, we were trying him at different spots, and and um, the linebackers I thought performed well. And you know, it just it's just one of those things where you're looking at the matchups, and you're looking at plays, and and uh, there's always concerns for the head coach when you're thinking of depth at different places but the bodies are there and then when we're testing guys I think you're going to get some uh some you know especially when you're going against a physical offensive line I think there's a good test for these young D linemen to step up you know so um but from what I saw from Gabe and then and, and those you know the other guys that we played at D line that I mentioned these guys are slippery and strong and sometimes uh that's not the best time to be slippery when you're trying to be stout, you know? And so it's uh, the best way to teach them is to experience and having a big physical line, just get after them. And eventually they're going to have to hold their ground. You know, I thought uh, they bowed up a, a little bit in, in, in the scrimmages today and, uh, and the, the reps. And so I'm pleased with, with uh, the talent there and the bodies So just uh, need to keep working. You know, we have some more work to go with those guys.
1: Okay. Jared. Hey, Kalani. So, uh, to start out, I've got to continue our uh, theme from these Zoom calls and get your analysis of uh, Jay's pajamas there that you get to see this time. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, just kidding. I just, uh, you know, the, the guys talked the other day about how one of the ways that the, the team feels like they've addressed some of the psychological ups and downs of this season is focusing on having fun and how the coaches have really focused on making this a fun um, fall camp and, and just really enjoying day to day. What's that like for you? Because I know you're that, that's the type of personality you generally have is the love of football. But what's it like seeing that and seeing that permeate the team this year like it has?
0: I think the key is to keep keep progressing as a as a group, you know, and, and looking at the individuals. It's hard to have fun when you're getting knocked in the mouth, you know, and you're taking the 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 basically the most of the force in a negative way, right? But uh, but I think it's good for the guys to know that they're getting better and to use the technique and the fundamentals. I think <clears throat> this is a group that I think with what's happening already they're already just have so much gratitude to be out here and to practice. And I think um, they're not, they're not letting any moment pass by, you know, so I think they don't take anything for granted. And, and I think it's for the circumstances that's happening in the world today and in our country and especially in college football. So I think that they have the different attitude towards it. I don't know if it could be anything attributed to me as a head coach, but I, I have a coaching staff and, and an environment right now that, with this culture of the team where the players have, a lot of freedom to express their their feelings and express their frustrations and whatever it is going on in their mind we communicate really well and when you're doing that I think it's it's easy for people to know where they stand it may not be the the best news that they want to hear but at least it's the truth and they know how to fix it you know so um and they can respect that when you're doing all that and you have a lot of confidence in the system uh it's 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 a good and enjoyable moment you know and even when it's physical and you're getting hit and I mean, we have guys limping around after, after some striking today, you know, we had some tackles that were really violent and guys got up and limped off and I'm like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm loving it. they just, uh, these guys are having fun with it, you know? So uh, they have an opportunity to feel sore right now and, and, and recover, you know? And, and, uh, but this is a lot of good live reps and fast pace and, and looking at, the, the energy that our guys had, this is, this is the leadership of the team taking over. And the reason why it's a lot of fun is because they're good human beings that are appreciate where they're at and and have a lot of gratitude in in the way that they approach things.
1: Kalani, Kalani, you mentioned in your, your opener, there's a few groups that aren't to the level that you want them to be at, which groups are those and what do they need to do to get to the level you want them to be at?
0: Well, I mean, if, if no head coach is going to be really excited about right now in practice 10 that we're set, where we're in a really good spot, right? So it's all in moments. Uh, today we wanted to test some young guys on defense and put them in, in, a, in a in a difficult spot. You know, when they're going against the twos or threes uh, on, on O-line, it's a different deal when you're going against James Empey and, and, you know, you're going against Brady Christensen and those guys that are just loading up on you. And then it's a, a good way to kind of introduce them to what college football is all about, you know, and especially when it's going live and not a quick whistle. It's, a, it's a, you know, bodies to the ground, things like that. And mm-hmm. I think the only way to get better at football is to play football. And, and, and we told these guys going into it from yesterday to, you know, prepping them that we're going to need some great, great technique and some toughness. And, uh, so the concerns aren't really, to me, it's not a matter of of, uh, of talent or skill. It's just a matter of experience. They just got to get, got to get beat up a little bit more, you know, and, and know how to how to take it, and then also how to defend it. And so that's that's the key. Uh, we have a lot of guys that I think can fit. The, we have good depth on the team right now, and then you know we, we want to keep pro- progressing as with our depth. Our depth is only going to be as good as we can make it, right? And so allowing them to go against the best is going to be important for them. And that's, that's kind of what, what I, I don't want anyone to think that like I'm really concerned about. It. I'm just, It's just what it is. Like, welcome freshmen to football. This is you know, an All-American candidate at tackle that's going to block you. And then here's an All-American candidate at tight end that you have to cover as a linebacker and as a safety. And it's a, it's a good way to introduce them to football. And, and with that style that we have that, that, that I think our offense does, it's, it's, nothing is more important than experience. And experience in life moments is going to be the key.
1: Norma. Hey, Coach. So you mentioned that next week you're going to move over to the stadium to do some life practices there and start turning some of the focus to Navy. When does that focus go full force to Navy and just actually getting the, the season underway?
0: Well, we've been prepping it a little bit and, and working on it part-time, right? And, and I still think it's a little early. We're still trying to compete right now in certain spots for playing time. And so – uh, hard to do that when, when you don't have scout teams. So right now we're kind of going through the, um, the assignments, the the scheme talking about what we're scouting from what we're seeing on film. And then, um and then, you know, when we, once we start moving to scout teams and then, then we'll, we'll get really focused on that. I would say maybe midpoint um, next week, you'll probably see us kind of, kind of uh, migrate towards that a little bit more heavily. And, and then, you know, we still need to play some, some defense. That's a, uh, that's, to give our offense a look. I think the speed is important for them to see the speed on the field and not get used to always going against scout teams. And then when we go against our scout team is teaching them how to run the Navy system, you know, how they block, how they cut, how they run the ball. And, and, uh, we're going to have a lot of live tackling moments in practice against our scouts as well in that system against the, the option. So it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of, uh, Pumps and bruises, and let's just train them and get them ready. But I think uh, we'll try to transition to that towards the later part of last uh, next week. And then, but we've already introduced the scheme and introduced some of the stuff that we're going to plan on defending it offensively. They, they do, if you're looking at what their defense does, they're, they're very aggressive. And so I think a lot there's a lot of carryover from our defense and what they're seeing in the, the live moments to what what they might see from Navy.
1: Jared, and then Jake. It was announced yesterday, Kalani, that uh, you get a home game in late September. Just talk about being able to have that opportunity signed, and and uh, you know, as long as it's able to go, but at least having that chance now.
0: Yeah, just really excited. Uh, you know, thankful to to Tom and the administration for getting it done, and for Troy. You know, and we're excited. Ryan Pew's there as the offensive coordinator. You know, so uh, a guy that we know really well, and. And, uh, that we love, you know. So I, I know that he and, uh, he and Chip are going to have that team ready, you know, and, and looking at the, the really good coaching staff. Um, they have a lot of talent on their team as well. And they've done some really good things as a group in their first year last year. And, um, and, and as, you know, as the OC for Pew, I was really proud of him. So, you know, he left us as O line coach and went to go be an offensive coordinator and really, really impressive what he's doing right now. And, and uh, it would be cool to have him back in Provo and, and uh, you know, trying def- uh, to try and defend his offense. So it's going to be a lot of fun as a, as a team. And just to have that on the schedule is a little bit relieving. And I know that we'll probably see some more teams come up in the next little bit as Tom starts working through it.
1: Kewani, um obviously, you I'm sure you realize BYU is the only team uh, west of Texas that's still playing football right now. Has... BYU administration giving you any parameters, any guidelines as far as uh, numbers that you have to stay under as far as positive tests to continue playing have they given you any sort of kind of parameters in, in that respect?
0: Um, we've been communicating really well as, as a, from the administration to you know to the, the sports medicine department trainers to our players uh the, the the communication has been awesome and so every day we're, we're talking about things and we're testing and we're looking at screening and and doing our part to keep it a low risk environment here at BYU and and um you know, I'm going to keep working with them. this is, this is not, that's, it's not my expertise. You know, I I know more about football than I do about uh, the virus and things like that. But what I do know is what they've taught me and, and how to control the environment and how to keep it low risk. And so uh, we've done that, done that as a coaching staff as much as we possibly can with our equipment and helping the players uh, have a, Access to all the different things that we think could help them keep it safe while they're playing football. Whether it's the the guards on their face mask or the the having the gators or different masks on, uh, we've we've kept our masks on during meetings, <clears throat> and then even at practice we try to keep our social distancing going on. Even during water breaks, uh, it's a little different because we actually have to go to old school water breaks where we blow it up and they all walk to the water and and, and everyone has their own water bottle and they stay away from each other and they drink. And um, it's been it's been uh, different, but just thankful that we have a, uh, a wonderful staff and they can help it work you know, with our sports medicine department and keep educating us. This thing changes daily and, and a lot of things happen. So as long as they keep working with us and helping um, improve and, and uh, adapt to whatever happens, I think we're okay. You know, I, I'm going off of what they tell me to do. I said last time on Monday, it's going to keep going until they tell me stop. And I, I listen to their guidance and listen to their advice. And you know, I, I'm going to do my part and let them be the experts of their field.
1: Okay, hey, coach, we have two more questions, one from Jason and then Norma. Balani, um, you mentioned that like from a psychological standpoint, just being out on the field, that that's been helpful. With everything else that's going on where things are shutting down for a lot of other other programs and conferences, is it also a psychological lift for you and the guys to see a game being scheduled and you mentioned there may be some others, you know, down the line, how much of a psychological lift is that as well that the administration is continuing to try and schedule games and moving it forward like that?
0: You know, I think what's being missing a lot, and I, I'm glad you brought that up, is it's not just the uh, the psychological lift from getting scheduled and, and, and trying to get things a little bit back to as normal as possible, but it's actually just the interaction and conversations, you know, with, with us trying to keep social distancing and try to practice it and keep in low risk and environment. I think what, what we miss out on and what I've seen a lot of our guys are doing is just talking with masks on and keeping six feet away and just having a, like a normal conversation with people. I think the, the interaction is what, what a lot of, um, what we're missing, you know, as this humans and, and, uh, that connection and so I think what's been really cool about us being here and being able to practice is that they have that uh, available to them and I've just seen that that it's given the players a lot of relief just to have that connection to people you know and, and it's just little things like just having a, a simple conversation about anything of whether it's about the NBA or, or Major League Baseball or whatever, whatever it could be just having these guys or talking about families that's what they miss it's just not the same as it would be um, you know, texting and things like that, just the eye-to-eye contact and the interaction, seeing someone's emotions, even though it's hidden through a mask, it's just that seeing someone eye to eyes is, a, it's something that, I, you know, I think we've all missed in a society, in our society.
1: Hey, Norma. Um, hey, Coach, has Tom had any conversation with you as to this is the cutoff date? this is the last day I will be fighting to put, an even bigger schedule together and then by then just move forward with what we've got?
0: No, no, I, I know that Tom's, I, I know one thing, Tom's just been working. So I, w- I don't, he doesn't put any limits on anything. He just keeps working. I, I He's the busiest man I've seen around for a long time. You know, just the weeks have been filled with him. Even when we have our meetings and stuff, his phone's always blowing up. So I appreciate all the hard work that he's putting through and his staff, those guys have been working really hard. So I, Really thankful that they've been trying to do this and make it work. And then from thinking about it from AD's perspective, he's going from running the teams and then trying to keep the players safe and then also looking at listening to the, you know, the doctors and people in the medical field and their opinions and then assessing all that and talking to the coaches. He's done a great job of communicating with all of us. And so been really, really cool to see his leadership take place. And I'm honored to be, you know, have him as an athletic director.